Today, I'm joined by Matt Corley, Customer Service and Compliance Manager of the San Jacinto River Authority Utility Enterprise. Matt and I met last fall when we both were accepted to be part of the Leadership Montgomery Class of 2021. Since 2010, his leadership, innovation, and environmental stewardship has supported SJRA's public work services essential to the welfare and quality of life for its customers. Matt's career with the SJRA has afforded him the ability to serve his hometown of Conroe, Texas and surrounding areas. Matt holds a BBA and an MBA from Sam Houston State University. Outside of work, he enjoys spending time with his family and friends, playing golf, watching documentaries, and serving at his church. Matt is a husband and a father to two very active girls and a member of the First United Methodist Church in Conroe where he and his wife serve as Sunday school teachers. Um, Matt also serves on the board of stewards for um, this church. On today's episode, Matt and I share, Matt shares about how he made the decision to step away from college and the Firefighters Academy to pursue the work that he is doing at the SJRA. Um, Matt also shares about how he went back to school after working for a couple of years and completed his BBA and his MBA while being a full-time employee, husband, and new dad. Throughout this episode, you can hear the passion behind the work that Matt does, and I'm excited to share it with you. I hope you guys enjoy. If anybody is wanting to take a tour or learn, learn more about the San Jacinto River Authority, they can visit um, their website at www.sjra.net. Hi, Matt. How are you? Very well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for joining me today. Great to be here. Yes. So um, I, I know you and I were talking before we started recording and you work at the San Jacinto River Authority and we are part of Leadership Montgomery County together this year and we got to visit last month and I was saying how much I didn't know about more than it's just the dam, but all of the things that you guys do and um, for our community and water resources and utility. And so I'm excited to have you share more about your career, but also about yourself and your journey, education, kind of how you've gotten to where you are. So I've given a little bit of introduction on the front end, but if you can um, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you, Corinne. Thank you for having me. Um, glad to be a part of your program. Uh, as you said, my name is Matt Corley. I was born and raised here in Conroe, Texas, lifelong resident of Montgomery County. I did not um, anticipate getting into the water industry as I was coming up through school or even going to college. It was something that I just kind of fell into um, in between uh, trying to get on as a firefighter, believe it or not. Graduated from the fire academy and had some credits uh, to obtain to become um, uh, EMT certified and Joined the River Authority team out here as uh, just administrative support and fell in love with the work. Um, became very passionate about uh, our groundwater resources here in the county. Decided to uh, commit myself to this industry and continue learning. And I've been with the River Authority now almost, almost 10 and a half, 11 years. Uh, promoted several times. I've primarily been with the Groundwater Reduction Plan Division. It's one of five operating divisions at the San Jacinto River Authority. 
the purpose of the groundwater reduction plan division known as the GRP division is to use uh, surface water, treated surface water from Lake Conroe to supplement groundwater resources here in the county to help preserve those uh, resources. And uh, we've been operational now since September of 2015. I've uh, been able to deliver treated surface water throughout the county to various customers of ours and the uh, program has been very successful. I also, in my capacity here at the River Authority, help support our Woodlands Division. Uh, the Woodlands and GRP Division make up what's known as our utility enterprises. We provide mm -hmm. on the GRP side, as I said, treated wastewater or treated surface water. And uh, the Woodlands provides uh, wholesale water and wastewater services to the Woodlands. So I uh, help support the Woodlands Division as well. Um, and so that's a little bit about how I got into um, working for the River Authority. A uh, little educational background. I'm a graduate from Sam Houston State University, uh, received a business degree, and then went back and received a master's degree in business. And uh, graduated in 2018 uh, with my master's. So it's, it's helped me tremendously um, grow professionally and personally, but uh, help me promote and um, add back, add value to um, the River Authority, so. Yeah. So did you start the Firefighter Academy after Sam Houston the first time? Like, did you got your undergrad? So I was, uh, I had started some college. I was about halfway done and decided was, you know, like a lot of students, you know, early 20s. Uh, didn't really have a lot of direction, you know, of course, you know, I want to be successful, just don't know what I want to be successful right. in. And that commitment of, you know, trying to find something that I was passionate about. Uh, I've always had a servant's heart and the firefighter uh, program, you know, allowed me to fulfill that passion of mine of giving back to the community. And uh, so when I pivoted and started working at the River Authority, uh, that decision to stick stick with the utility industry, uh, with that came going back and finishing my undergrad. Mm -hmm. And so that was one of the first things I did was re-enroll at Sam Houston and go back, finish that undergraduate degree. I took about a year, year and a half off, and then then went back and pursued my master's. Yeah, awesome. Well, yeah, that's one of the things that we like to talk about on this podcast and other programming and I'm sure our listeners are tired of me saying it but like it's never a direct path it's like you, it's you never. change you get interested in something else or you move or whatever it may be um so I think that's a you have a great kind of story and journey to line up with that absolutely yeah and I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it because, you know, going back and getting my undergrad and master's, I feel like I brought more uh, with me having some years of uh, work history and really settling in on what it was I wanted to do when I, you know, as I say, what you want to do when you grow up. But um, I, I had some direction at that point and it was, um, I felt like I got more out of it. Uh, as far as going back to school and um, the dedication was there. Yeah. yeah. 
That's great. So you mentioned um, kind of you fell in love with the work that you were doing and the people that you were working with. What do you think, um, part of this question is kind of like your calling, but you mentioned that service side. What do you think is that has kept you in continuing to enjoy the work that you're doing? And because I mean, I, I might be wrong, but like the treatment of water, like, is that pretty consistent every, like, is it pretty consistent every time to where, um, what has kind of helped keep you driving in the direction of where you are and working with the San Jacinto River Authority? Well, you know, the overall mission of the River Authority, um, you know, to provide uh, water uh, services to our area, it's very, very important. Uh, the things that keep me going on a day-to-day -day are co-workers, you know, getting to work with, you know, a, a, a more of a family unit, you know, and I enjoy everybody I work with. Uh, we have a lot of just very, very smart um, folks who are uh, engineers, accountants, you know, they're, they're, they're experts in their field. And so I'm able to learn from, you know, various experts, uh, apply that to um, our mission uh, uh, in providing an alternative water supply to the county um, and knowing that value I'm adding uh, to my to the county just gives me a lot of motivation you know there's we all we all consume water we all need water and it's a um, I don't want to say un, uh, unappreciated I think we all appreciate water but what goes in from what goes into, you know, taking it from point A to point B, you know, and everything in between, you know, I don't think that the everyday customer uh, is aware of maybe. Well, uh, yeah, I wasn't until last month. <clears throat> we actually saw it. <laughs> right. And so all the day-to-day -day, uh, uh, operations and struggles that nobody else sees, but, you know, we're able to uh, take care of and our uh, constituents that we meet with on a regular basis to plan and coordinate to make sure that we're meeting service level expectations. Mm -hmm. um, I'll take this moment to brag a little bit. The River Authority during the most recent winter storm, you know, we didn't have any bull water notices, yeah. you know, success, you know, that is a huge success. You know, we were able to keep our customers in the woodlands um, operational, you know, they were able to continue to flush the toilets, uh, get fresh, clean drinking water out of the tap. And so I would say that's a huge success. And that, that makes me feel good because, you know, we saw across the state many without, and it was a huge struggle. And so it makes me feel proud. Uh, it makes me feel proud that we were able to supply uh, other areas with, with water. We had tanker trucks come into the plant to fill up with potable water and take the water to dialysis clinics, hospitals, and it just makes you feel good. Yeah, makes yeah. you feel good that you're able to, to provide that value and that quality of life. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Great, great answer. Um, so what, what, did you have anybody along the way as far as like mentors or, um, advocates that kind of helped 
you reach the goals in where you are today or get through education or make the tough decisions? Um, who are those people? Absolutely. I think, you know, mentors are so important. And when I came to work for the River Authority, as I mentioned earlier, we have a lot of very smart um, experts, if you will, in their, their relative field. Um, and I was able to you know, have lunch, have coffee with these various uh, folks and their passion for the industry was contagious. Mm -hmm. I mean, I saw how excited and, and passionate they were about what they were doing and it, it be just was contagious and it, it, I fed off of that and was able to uh, narrow down, you know, my work here at the River Authority and focus on the GRP program. I had a very good um, mentor and my old boss, Mark Smith, um, and his boss, Ron Kelling, um, really provided a lot of uh, industry knowledge and, you know, always had an open door policy where I could come sit in with them and, you know, ask them questions and uh, learn from their experiences. Um, it, not with just those two folks, I would say that, you know, across the authority, you know, most of our senior level managers um, all have that open door policy, are all eager to share their message, share their story. Um, we, I'll put a plug in here, I guess. We have a leadership program here at the River Authority uh, mirrored off of leadership in Montgomery County. Uh, I was part of the inaugural class and um, that was about six or seven years ago, I went through that program. And that, that really, um, that was really a point for me, I guess, of, you know, where I really took off, if you will. Um, I really started to appreciate leadership more and my uh, learning of leadership, those skills became more purposeful and so I really started to seek out individuals at that point who were, again, experts in their field or that I just thought were, hey, this is a great leader. Let me go sit down with him or her. <clears throat> I hope that answered your question. I know I kind of bounced around a little bit. No, no, I think that was great. For the spring semester of 2021, we are excited to bring back our Distinguished Speaker series. This series is for local high school students to log in, join us via Zoom, to hear from leaders from companies in our community, but also companies from across the country. These sessions will take place twice a month on the first and third Thursday of every month from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. To learn more details and to register in advance, visit the EFTA website, www.efta-us.org, and click on our virtual speaking events. Um, you can find the details about our podcast, but also the details about our Distinguished Speaker Series for the spring semester. We look forward to having you join us. Welcome back. We are speaking with Matt Corley, who is the Customer Service and Compliance Manager at the San Jacinto River Authority. 
feel like a lot of the titles of people who come on this, it's like, I don't know if I could say titles <laughs> and companies three times. Like, <laughs> it's a lot of syllables of things. Lo- lo- long titles. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, so we, we, we learned a little bit about you and um, kind of the work that you are doing within the San Jacinto River Authority, but also the work that you're doing for our community members and the little things of like, the things that we might take for granted and being able to turn a faucet on, like you mentioned during our winter, last winter storm, uh, which people, we keep saying our last winter storm, like we've had many to where it's right. like, <laughs> not at that level. Um, well, quick, quick side note, my little one, she's five years old and I believe it's snowed or iced every year oh. in her five years. And so it is almost an expectation now that it snows in Conroe. And I keep, have to keep reminding her that, you know, that's not every year, baby. Yeah. No, so. last one until a couple of years ago, the last one I remember was like, what, 94? Probably. It was like the tiny <laughs> snowman in the backyard, yeah. a really a nice man of some sort. <laughs> right. That's funny. So what would you say within your career has been your greatest accomplishment? I'm really proud of going back and getting my master's degree. And I would say just be, you know, the master's degree in itself is a huge accomplishment, but just what I had going on in my life, I was newly married. Um, I had a child during that time period, um, so married, had a child, was in school, bought a house, a lot of life events happening around the same time period. So it was, you know, during that time period, it was really just, you know, school, work, family, faith, you know, it was all like, just, I had to really cut out everything else, focus. And uh, I'm really proud of that. Yeah, oh, that's great. And that's, that's a great accomplishment that it's just one that you will always, you'll always have, and it could push you to continue schooling whenever you went back and got your master's, or, or I guess that's when you did that, or like, you would ever get another certificate or a doctorate right. or something. That's a good, good thing to have as kind of that um, experience, and that kind of, I'm not the word is not coming to mind, but like um, an encouragement. <laughs> no, it it. it it is, you know, I have friends that, you know, and I'm not unique. I mean, there's a lot of folks that go back and, you know, get their degree, you know, after having a family and a career. And so it's a lot of night classes, online classes, and it's, you know, family's gone to bed. It's nine o'clock. All right. It's my study window now, <laughs> you um, know, so it's, 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 it's sacrifice, but it's so worth it. You know, once you get past it and you realize, uh, hey, I did it, you know, I can, the next big feat that comes my way, it's just, you know, uh, may not look, may not look at it as such a, a, a feat, if you will. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So what, and on the flip side, what has been your greatest challenge? I would say my greatest challenge uh, in working career-wise um, has probably to get folks interested in the topic of water itself. Yeah. Um, going back to, we take we take those utilities sometimes for granted and you, you wanna talk groundwater, surface water with your family and friends. And it's like, you know, it's not the, <laughs> <That's dinner laughs> it's not the topic that you know, most people reach for. And so 
you know, it's just, they want to talk about their, you know, well, I noticed my water bill was a little high. Why, why was that? Oh yeah. You know, it, and it's um, not all the, the dynamics that go into, you know, what's, what's causing that, you know? Um, so I would say, you know, that's probably the same with a lot of other topics and, and, and maybe I boil it down to taking sometimes very, very complex issues and boiling them down to simple messages where just the general public can consume and consume very quickly is very struggle. It, it, we struggle. I struggle with that a lot yeah. um, because I want to give so much information. I want you to have the background and all the context and it's sometimes can lead you down, you know, rabbit trails. Yeah. Well, I think it's like, I liked the tour. I know that's probably not a thing, but like, if no, that's, that's where I'd prefer to do my education. You know, I like folks coming out, let's get hands on and let's let you see what this, pump is and what it does how big it is you know what what does it sound like you know and I think there's a lot of value in that we you know with our current COVID environment it's it's challenging you know we can still uh, accommodate a lot of the tours that we did with leadership uh, but it's made it a little bit more challenging right yeah well when that is possible listeners if you're out there and you'd like absolutely Um, we can get you contacted with them. So most of our listeners are high school students and most of the students that go through EFTA programs are high school age within Montgomery County. What is that one piece of advice you would go back and tell your 17, 18 year old high school self? Again, it's hard to narrow down what you want to do at that age because, you know, there's just there's so many options but um i would say to look around find those people in your life that you know are successful and it doesn't i mean financially successful just successful in their career their their field experts reach out to them invite them to have a cup of coffee pick their brain you know and, and ask them you know how did you get from you know point a to point b you know walk me through your journey um I would, I would venture, venture to say that nine out of the 10 would take you up on going to meet and answer questions. People love talking about themselves, you know, so don't be afraid to reach out to those people and pick their brain. You know, I would plan before, have your questions in line, um, you know, make your questions purposeful, but uh, reach out to those folks. They like talking and you know, and, and, and telling you about their journey. Um, that would be the one thing that I would suggest. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. So we like to end each podcast with just a couple more short, more get to know you questions. If you could have, and this is my favorite question, just because I'm a food person. Um, what is, you could have to have one meal or one food once a day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, a steak cooked medium, a filet cooked medium. That would definitely, I could live off that. Are you, are you a side person or do you? Well, yeah, I mean, you could throw in some mashed potatoes and maybe a side salad, but the, the, the steak mm-hmm. filet cooked medium, that would definitely, 
Yeah. Definitely be my meal. <clears throat> yeah. And when you're not at work, how do you like to fill your day? Love spending time with my family. I'm, I'm really involved with my church, First United or First United Methodist Church, Conroe. Mm -hmm. My wife and I teach Sunday school. Um, again, spending time with family, cooking out, love golf. Um, volunteering. I'm involved with um, some local uh, nonprofits that I, I like um, giving my time to. And then last, what is that one piece of advice other than the kind of 17, 18 year old self that's for your high school, but what's that one piece of career advice you would give? And it, it sounds cliche, you know, it's never too late. You know, I, I wasn't the typical graduate high school at 18, graduate college at 22, jump into a career, you know, it took me um, several phases, if you will, you know, I graduated high school, did a little bit of college and worked. And, um, I think you said it well earlier, you know, everybody has their own path, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and don't be afraid to get off the, uh, stereotypical path and do your own thing, you know, whether that's, you know, working a little bit when you graduate high school and going back, um, you know, making college last longer than four years, you know, maybe you got to do it part-time and, and maybe it takes you a little longer. Uh, don't get discouraged because there's the, the end of the rainbow and you will, you will get there. Trust me. I, you know, I was undergraduate. I was probably almost 30 years old, you know? And so, uh, I'm proof it's possible. Trust me. If I did it, you can do it. Yeah. And, uh, you'll be so much better for it. So um, don't feel, I guess the, the advice is, you know, don't feel um, stressed to conform to the, you know, stereotypical, you know, college path. You know, you create your own path. You do your own thing and uh, just take care of the small things. Big things will fall into place. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Matt. I've appreciated talking with you and um, appreciate or enjoyed talking to you. Appreciate you um, saying yes to being a guest on the What I Wish In podcast. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me and just to echo what you've already said, the River Authority is open to anyone who would ever like to come take a tour of any of our facilities. Just please get in contact with me and I'll make that happen. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank you.